Maneuver Jeff. That's fucking awesome at the same time. Yeah, that's that should be on Vancouver's side. Screw this home of the 2010 Olympics. It's just, just so fucking awesome at the same time. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Which is always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where if think before you speak became a law, a lot of people would be quiet today. <laughs> I don't know. There. There's some pretty fucking stupid people out there, so I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, yeah, if it was a law that you had to think before you said something, uh, a lot of people would still have nothing to say right now. Because apparently everyone I talk to today, it's just that they're not thinking. It's uh, it's astronomical, the idiots. I, I, I swear, I know I said it off the air, but I, said, I have no idea what I did for entertainment uh, in the time uh, from when Alf went off the air to when flat earthers and, and vegans came to be. They're just, uh, I don't know, I've never had this much fun in my life with people. <laughs> it's, it's like shooting fish in the barrel, though, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so easy. It's just, I... Uh, yeah, I, I was actually put a thing on a on a, a Facebook, what do they call them, a thread, uh, uh, a, a, an anti-vaxxer thread, um, saying, yeah, you know, there there is no proof that vaccines actually work on all these diseases that have been eradicated since we started using them. Yeah, it's just it's just like there's no, uh, it's just a coincidence, obviously. Just like it's just a coincidence that all the other planets are around except for ours. It just fucking yeah. makes sense if you don't think about it. Pure coincidence. Just coincidence. Like, how are people so stupid? How are we getting stupider? That's the thing I don't understand. We keep, how, we keep calling it the information age. We have vast, uh, uh, just endless information at our fingertips, and no one's consuming it. Or they're consuming, I don't know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing good, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. Welcome to the show. I mean, if anyone's going to ever write into us, to uh, Eric and Gordon at Outlook.com, tonight is the night to do it. Or give us a call, 604-655-9630. We're going to cover a lot of ground tonight. Um, including, Gordon, I do want to get to your uh, CBS story because that's fantastic. Um, sorry, get word in before I... Oh. I'm <laughs> Um, 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 yeah, fuck the CBSA, um, fuck Trudeau, um, I got a little minor rant about that piece of shit right now, and, um, and, um, uh, Trump's organization has been photoshopping his pictures to not only make them thinner, but to make his fingers longer. <laughs> oh, what a shock. I mean, 
longer fingers. How the fuck does that become something? <laughs> uh, because he's got those uh, freaky little short uh, Tyrannosaurus arms. I guess, but they just like a longer finger though. That's just downright. It's just one of those things. It's a, you know, it's probably, it must be a sign. It's probably a sign of a or something like that. It may, I don't know. Uh, is anyone surprised he's being photoshopped? Like, it's photoshopped. Even, you, don't you expect that? No, you expect things to be photoshopped. Like, every phone has apps to make your selfies better and shit. Is that, is that news? Um, no. It's just, I was just, it was, it was the, the longer finger thing. Like, making them thinner, sure. You know, change the background so it makes it look more homey, sure. But, one finger longer than the rest, and significantly longer, like two yeah. knuckles longer. Oh, it's, it's just it's the middle finger, isn't it? Is it? It's pinky finger. Oh, pinky finger. Mm. Oh, that's weird. Oh, pointer finger. Yeah, no, there's a thing about that, right? I'm sorry. There's a thing about whether your middle finger is longer or your index finger, and that that means something. Yeah, it's supposed to mean something. I don't know what I, it means. I forget, I'm going to have to look that up. I totally forget what it is, but it's, like, important. So maybe it really is important to some people. I don't know. You know, it's like all the shit that we say test you in school, like if you can roll your tongue or, or uh, if you, I forget what they all are. You know that, that stupid shit that they can do? You can yeah. People are really like your, I always like the one if your hand is bigger than your face, then you punch the guy's, oh, the guy's hand in your face. My favorite. My absolute favorite. I actually had something similar to getting punched in the face outside. It's brilliant. You got to try this next time. There's a girl watching the floor here. Yeah. And it's just pristine. It's like, it looks like a, a, a queen's table on this floor. It's so clean. She, and she stops to take a look at it. And everyone's kind of quiet. We're all humble about clean this floor. And I just took a big bowl of jelly and fucking threw it right in the middle. It was a, <laughs> the, the look on her face will bring me joy for so long. <laughs> thank God uh, she had a good sense of humor and she knew I fully intended to get up and clean it and I, I apologize for you but oh just the look on her face when for that split second she thought I was serious good <laughs> girl it's weight in gold I tell ya oh that's genius oh everyone in the room was just horrified oh <laughs> so like how could you oh my god Oh, that is spectacular. Just <laughs> brilliant. But she was really cool about it, thank God, because that could have gone really, really bad. Um, oh, absolutely. But it's just one of those things. You know, hey, let me, uh, I just want to speak to the, to the listening public for a minute, guys. Here, um, you know that part where you scream, you're not funny, and you go running away? That's what makes it funny. That's, yeah. that's what I'm going for. So, um, you're welcome? I don't know. No, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I will say, on, on behalf of the general population, thank you. That's, that's me winning, just so you know. So that, that part, that's, that's the part that's funny for me. I know it sucks for you, but uh, there you go. That's a little, little insight into who I am. It's, it's like those, when you see somebody, like, like, so when you see somebody mopping the floor, and you point to a spot, you just go, you missed a spot. Oh, the best. Or so when someone's cleaning a window, and you just walk up and plant your fingers or in the middle of it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nothing feels better than that. <laughs> that is like sex for my sense of humor. <laughs> oh, I love being an asshole. It's great. It really is. And I've been accused of it many, many times on all different levels today. 
And uh, <laughs> I eat it up, people. So keep it coming, man. Keep the, the Facebook's always a good place to get me. Um, Eric and Gord have a brand new Facebook page. It's uh, Podcasts with Eric and Gord. Um, it's a great page. It's, it's getting a lot of popularity. It's better than our last one and a lot of fun to maintain. I just started it last night. Yeah, it's cool. That, that's where you even put some of the uh, pictures and whatnot on, isn't it? Yeah. We also yeah, have a we also have a, a brand new Twitter feed that's uh, it's podcast specific, and that's uh, they they put it under my name, and I can't change it unfortunately. But it's Hunt underscore Brennan at Hunt underscore Brennan. That's the uh, the Eric and Gordon official Twitter site. Uh, it's also uh, you can reach us on Instagram now. You can uh, phone, you can, you can email, you can go to our website, com. There's like 80 million different ways to get a hold of us. So, so please do. And, and if you want to argue with me about some stuff, I, I would love it, um, especially if you're a vegan. Yes. Or a flat earther. Um, <laughs> first of all, this, this coming from kids, these Catholic kids, the native guy story, uh, I don't know how closely you've been able to follow it because you're working so much, but it's just gotten, it's just spinning out of control. It's become this giant fucking thing. And I decided tonight I'm going to put it to bed for everyone. Um, I'm just going to end the conversation tonight. I have been following it a bit. Um, I apparently seem to be one of the few people who have actually watched the full two-hour video. Yeah, now, uh, people have already tried to counter that by, by uh, you know, saying they were well, being rude to women as they walked by, and uh, they were just as antagonistic as the uh, back of early guys. And uh, here's, here's, here's the thing that I want to I say. Number one, that guy lied about his uh, military. I think he's not a deal on that. Uh, yep. Uh, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. Um, let me, let me point, I, I don't know why no one's, uh, maybe no one has the balls to point this out, but, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to cut through the A's for everybody right here tonight on American Corner, and, uh, anyone can remember the story if you want, but, uh, here we go. Um, the black Israeli guys, they were being fucking obnoxious pricks. Yeah, and, and, uh, the native guy with the drum, he was being a fucking obnoxious prick. Yeah, and and this group of teenage boys, hey, they were being obnoxious fucking pricks. All right, there's no, there's no, and let me be the first to uh, venture forth with a novel idea that uh, there's no one more fucking obnoxious and annoying than religious extremists, natives with drums, and teenage fucking boys. Is why is this even a fucking news story? The three most obnoxious groups of people on the planet were obnoxious when they got together. Dude, no fucking shit. The only thing we're missing is a vegan. Yeah, there should be a vegan and a fucking anti-vaxxer in there to make it. Everyone's just being an asshole. Why can't we just put it to sleep? The little kid's a fucking prick. Yeah, yeah, I saw him on the interview with his big clothes trying to look like a little innocent kid. Who do you think you're fooling? You, it's, you can't fool us anymore. It doesn't work the way it used to. Yeah, they put the, the light on his face to make him look innocent and, and the, the oversized clothes so he looks like a little kid. No, you're a big fucking teenage prick. Every teenager's a prick. This isn't me. We were pricks when we were teenagers, and the teenagers before us were pricks too, and, and the teenagers, but our kids are teenagers, so they're going to be fucking pricks. This is not a fucking news story. And no. it, should, it shouldn't be something that stopped the presses for two goddamn days. I don't think I can agree with that anymore. Um... Uh, it's just 
absolutely mind-boggling to me that this is going on as far as it's gone. And that people... Well, just admit it. You fell for a fake fucking news story. I did it uh, last year. I, I fell for one about the uh, the, the Namra people. Oh my god, my phone's just uh, my my notifications are going off the hook here. <laughs> um, I did it with the uh, when, when the Namra thing came up again, and it was a fake news thing that I fell for, and I had to openly admit it right here on the podcast because I went fucking banana hammock on people. I remember um, that, and uh, I was wrong. I I was tricked. I had to admit it. It sucked. I, it really sucked for me because I'm. That's like once ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, this one just—you guys gotta admit you were wrong and stop trying to make up shit to cover for it. All of a sudden, there's these women that were offended. Oh, what? A bunch of teenagers were rude to middle-aged women. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is not new. Just grow the fuck up. Exactly. Go, go the fuck up. Put this fucking thing to bed. It's stupid. And these kids are in Kentucky. But come on. This, that pretty much explains everything right there. Catholic high school boys from Kentucky were a little bit rude and ignorant. Really? <laughs> Holy fuck. No. My God. Next thing you're going to tell me, water is wet and the sky is blue. Go fuck yourselves, idiots. Get over it. <laughs> the hell. Uh, I don't want to hear anything more about it. That's all I'm saying to everybody out there. I, I don't want to wake up in the morning and see this shit on the news. All right, Gaius, you hear me? Gaius doesn't make the news. Unfortunately, the news has nothing else to talk about it's because it's, if it's not Trump, then it's you know <laughs> bad. And uh, what's his nuts voted down that bill to put the government back to work? Is anyone stupid enough to not know? That Trump is keeping government shut down while he's being investigated? Is that... Can you not... Like, it's so, nobody can put that together. How do you not square this circle? All of a sudden, the investigation's getting a little too hot. Fingers are pointing at him. People are turning on him. And all oh, government shut down. We can't talk about it. Oh, isn't that convenient? Fucking Trudeau did it, too, with the Aga Khan story. That's right. It's it's what governments do when they have no answers for you. They they cut and run. Uh, that was the term they made up. Cut and run. Um, it's it's just so fucking obvious. It's so obvious and it's so simple. And people, I don't know why people. Unless it's just for pure entertainment, they're acting stupid. Is that what it is? I. It almost seems like it's it's become a. Um, like a like a weird sport. Yeah. Like, let's just see how stupid we can be yeah. and still keep our jobs. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it seems like. I mean, this is this is the the world we live in, where it's I'm going to tell a fake story. I'm going to tell a more fake story, and eventually the fakest of the fake stories is going to win and be the truth now. Um, yeah. It's, it, this is a world where 1,500 private Flights on private jets were booked to the Davis Climate Change Conference. 1,500 flights on private jets were booked <laughs> by people needing to talk about dangerous climate fucking conditions. Are you... What? I, I, I think my nose is bleeding. Right? <laughs> we're going to talk about carbon in the atmosphere. 1,500 of us are going to fly on private jets separately. Yeah. 
Because we couldn't all converge into one place and then just fucking take one thing. No. Everything is just the Emperor's new clothes. Yeah. Pretty much. I, I, that's another one I don't even, um, you know, there's some people that are not going to be going into the climate change thing. And, uh, thank God for that. Cause uh, what, who gives a fuck about climate change when they're showing up in a private jet? You know, it's, come on. Uh, you just, you, uh, there's no credibility anywhere anymore. No, no, not at all. There really isn't. And, uh, well, there is. There, there is. You know where you can find credibility in reporting and honest and integrity? Eric and Gord. Yeah. Eric and Gord. com. You want the truth? You want, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. Um, in fact, I'm probably going to make it sound shittier than it actually is. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, it's going to be funny. Uh, just to be honest. That's a guarantee. Uh, but uh, this, you'll get the truth out of us. Um, that's all you're going to get from me because that's what I push for um, from everyone. And frankly, I'm not getting it just from the world as a whole. The, the, the people uh, I thought were trustworthy are not. And now even even the, the media that I turn to for, for the truth, are they're starting to compete with the fake news with more fake like now first let me go off on that for a sec Gord. I'm sorry, but it can't uh, it can't all be fake news. Like it's so it, now it's become so easy to go, no, nope, that's just fake news. You know, I joked about it in my intro yesterday. Oh no, those tickets, those are fake news. Um you know, it's it's become a now we can just discredit everybody by going, nope, nah, that's fake news. No, it can't all be fucking fake news, right? Somebody out there must be telling the truth. Someone got into this business to tell the truth. Yeah, but I, I think I think the problem is, is because we got to again we're in the age of information. The problem is is everybody in this fucking retarded mother has the ability now to be a news source where you don't have to list your sources, you don't have to reveal where you get your information from. You don't even have to spell it correctly. And as soon as somebody reads it, they're taking it as fucking the word of God. It's 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 fuck. That's that's you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh uh take take the uh contrary to that and say that's it's now on us to check, to fact check. We can all we've got the fucking world in the palm of our hand now, literally. We can check facts, we can make sure. But yeah. So, uh, sure, yes, you're right, absolutely. Everybody has an opinion, and everyone's stating their opinion is fact. you got to sift through the shit and find out for yourself. You can't just rely on fucking CTV to get it right. No, and it's, it's, it's totally fucked up and crazy, because anytime somebody posts something, like I made the mistake a while ago where I saw this one article, and I just said, holy shit, that's fucking retarded. And I, I shared it, and like within an hour of me posting it, one of my friends comes up and says, you know that's completely bullshit, right? I'm like, what do you mean? And he passes me a link, and I'm like, oh my fucking God, that was like too easy. But ever since then, if I post something that's got to do with a fact, which I really do, because you just can't trust anything anyway, so spoiler. But it takes no effort to find out if something is true or not. No, absolutely not. Like, um, as a perfect example, I had a friend of mine, she's a... Uh, uh, she, well, she's Canadian, but she's a complete anti-Trumpist. She's one of those people that no matter what Trump does, it's wrong. 
And um, she posted this thing where they're saying that um, Trump has two lobbyists in his administration. Right. And people are like, this is bullshit. You can't do this, and blah, blah, blah. And I just did one link. And all I typed in was, did Obama have lobbyists in his administration? You know what I found out? No, no. One of the things that one of the things that he started off before he became president was no lobbyists should be allowed in the presidential administration, and he made it a law. Okay. Three days after he made that law, he brought in his first lobbyist. And by the end of his eight years, he had twenty lobbyists in his administration. Right. Twenty. Yeah. And when I posted that and I made the comment, her response back was, well, yeah, but his lobbyists were good. Right, okay, they're lobbying for something she agrees with. Yeah, and that's the thing. But, Mike, yeah, but Trump's done the same thing. There's people that agree with him, too. Yeah, well, hey, look, at, we've, we've got it going on right in our our, our uh, little guy as well, because he said at the beginning of the whole Me Too thing, he said if anyone in the government's even suspected of even coming close to doing anything like that, I expect them to step down, and I do the same. And now he's up on, uh, he's been accused of sexual assault. And he's just rolling with it. It is typical yeah, Dusty yeah. Wade. Absolutely. Well, where, where, where step, what happened to the stepping down? Dusty, come on, buddy. You've been accused, buddy. We got this. And it's, we're, we're less than a year away from election day. Um, this, this shit matters now. I can't see who's, uh, Blowing up my phone. Oh, it's it's not not anything cool yet. Um, I did have a great fight with vegans today, and I, my only point was uh, that stop stop putting your beliefs. Like I'm not wrong, okay? You 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 might you can be right, but I'm not fucking wrong for my beliefs. Stop putting your beliefs on me. That's I don't have a problem with you being vegan. That's fine. Go do your vegan do do whatever. I don't care. I don't care what anybody does ever. Uh, but don't tell me I'm wrong because I don't do it. That's uh, uh, like I said in my post. Don't judge me. The animals I eat don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, and here's the thing. The funny thing is, this group of people I'm fighting with call themselves free thinkers united for change. They're not free thinkers. I'm the free think. I'm thinking freely, and you're telling me I'm wrong for that. The free thinkers united for change. Hey, free thinkers of the world unite. Unless you disagree with us, then go fuck yourself. That's that's not that's not free thinking. That's not free thinking. Fucking that's dictatorship. These people, uh, and I know some of these people. I mean, they're in the music scene in Vancouver, and they're, uh, one of them is very prominent in the music scene, actually. And, and, and it's just, you're not punk, okay? You, you, you suburbanite fucks in your leather jackets who, uh, you, you hang out with fucking Chai Pig and think you're punk. You, you have no fucking idea. All right? Uh, you gotta get over it. Um, you, you look like idiots. And you sound so stupid. And I know you're not stupid because you, you're saying really retarded shit in very intelligent ways. So there's something there. Uh, wake up. Wake the fuck up. Eric Gordon. I don't know, but just because somebody uses big words, does it does it make them not stupid? No, no, you can have thinking of big words, and that, that doesn't make you not stupid. No, I know, I know these people are, are somewhat intelligent. They've just been brainwashed by idiots, um, and they they want to believe that there's there's uh, like this world that exists that where um, if you 
protest peacefully, shit's gonna change. Uh, that world doesn't exist anymore. That 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 went away with the Berlin Wall, kids. Um, I'm sorry, but shit's not getting better. Um, we gotta find ways to mitigate and 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 uh, go forward to mitigate the damages and uh, do an inventory of what we got left and go forward. It's it's the end of the world. It really is. I I give yep. us a hundred years if we're lucky. Um, uh, and uh, it's just like these. The, oh, it's, I'm actually getting upset. I'm sorry. <coughs> Eric and Gordon at Outlook.com. <laughs> Get in touch with us. Um, I'm gonna post that little song. Yeah, that was just a, it was just a, 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 a email address and phone number. That whole song I sent you today. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I heard Twitter. That was the one word I understood. Yeah, I'll 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 attach it to the episode. It was just a goofy thing. I was pulling on the bus, so I did that. Um, funny thing. I do want to talk about some songs, and I want to talk just very briefly about the Champion Tree, if I may. Absolutely. Uh, Champion Tree Entertainment Company got its first real client, and uh, wrote wrote some songs for uh, two really great podcasts uh, that are right here on our very own Anchor FM. Our podcaster is, I, I want to make sure I pronounce this right, Adam Massey. Marco Adam Massey. Um, he's in the Toronto area, I believe. Um, and he has two podcasts. Uh, one of them is, is yet to launch. And one of them is already out there. You can listen to it on uh, all the same platforms you listen to Gordon Um Because he's, he's um, uh, uh, what, what, what do you say? He's, he's produced by Anchor.fm as well. Published by, sorry, published by Anchor.fm. Uh, the first one, the one that's out there, and you can get now, it's called Own the Truth. Um, and it's, uh, he's a successful guy who talks to successful people about, uh, you know, how they, how, why they're successful, how they get there. And uh, owning their truth. And it's, it's a neat concept. It's, it's more, there's more to it than I'm, than I'm giving you credit for. Um, but uh, kind of a, almost a motivational speaker kind of a deal. But, uh, very, very to the point. Very cool. Um, that one you can listen to uh, on uh, Anchor.fm slash on the truth. And uh, the cool thing I mentioned is when you go to Anchor, if you go to Anchor, type in Anchor.fm uh, slash Eric and Gord, then Anchor gives you the option to listen on whatever platform you want. It gives you the list of ones that you can listen to. So I mean, you just pick the one you want. I, didn't, I just learned that too. That's very cool. So, like, I, I like Spotify. I like to listen to my shows on Spotify. So, I go to anchor.fm, anchor.fm slash own the truth, and then it goes, listen, pick your platform. And I go Spotify and boom, it pops up. It's really neat. Wow, it's fucking awesome. So, when I say go to anchor.fm, uh, you, you don't have to listen on anchor.fm. So, that's, you listen wherever you normally do. But it's just easier to find us if you go to anchor.fm. Uh, so, really cool. Thank you, Anchor, for being awesome. Um, and thank you, Marco, for this awesome opportunity. Uh, so the one he really appreciated is for a new show he's got that hasn't launched yet, but he's it's in final stages. It's called Crime Library, and it's uh, just an in-depth examination of murders in the Toronto area. Oh, so, cool! Yeah, kind of heavy hitting. Um, and I wrote a heavy hitting song for it, and that's going to be the the. Intro music, so and and the the music throughout the show, um, so very flattering, very cool. It's something I've always wanted to get involved with, and uh, I I'm glad he liked it. I'm still working on the ones for his other show, uh, and those are a little more difficult. 
um, this one I kind of I kind of folded in. I, I had something that I I'd been working on that it just turned out was right along those lines um, because I'm writing a story right now about a serial killer, so I I had had that in mind. So don't tell him that, Marco. That's I it's totally original. <laughs> um, all of that. <laughs> I, uh, I I had something in the back of my mind. It just happened to be uh, perfect timing, and I I give it to him um, with all my blessing. Just uh, as long as I get credit for it, and that goes for any podcast. Is out there anybody who needs music for any reason? If you need royalty free music, because Lord knows royalty uh, uh, costed music is ridiculous. The prices you can pay for uh, the so the the Law and Order theme song, that little that's two thousand yeah. that's two thousand dollars if you want to use that. Yeah, are you kidding me, really? Yeah, two thousand bucks for just that little bell that Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. It's uh just insane what you can end up paying for music. And uh I tried. I tried to get music for the podcast, which I I, I just started writing my own, but I tried and I looked into it and it's it's insane. There's tons of sites that do it and they do it well. Um it's usually sound effects and, and music and you buy a package for a certain yearly fee or sometimes it's a flat rate, but they're, they're astronomical. You can pay $70, $80 for a song, um, for a piece of a song. Uh, the one, the one that I like to, uh, use, um, I get kind of a special deal on, um, because I lied on them. Uh, <laughs> You're not. You're giving alternative facts. I'm just giving fake news. Um, alternative facts. I forgot that one. Yeah, that's right. I do. I'm just gonna try to try to take a quick gander at what I should be paying and like give you guys an idea of our prices. Um, and these are this is one of the. Uh, one of the cheaper ones, and you can license tracks. Uh, there's, there's a huge library of tracks, and these are written by people who write just for this uh, this specific company for this reason. So it's, uh, they they make a living writing royalty free music, which I guess is kind of gonna suck, dude. You get credit for it, so you're still being credited as the artist, but you you don't make what you would if you put out a Oh shit! You know now I don't know. In the in the, the things in rock and roll have changed so much. Maybe they make more than rock stars. They probably do. I'll let you know because I'm going to be a huge star. The, what I'm trying to get at, kids, if you have, uh, if you need music for an event, for a movie, for a soundtrack, for a uh, TV show, a podcast, uh, whatever, uh, get in touch with. Uh, you can you can reach me uh, Eric and Garnett at outlook.com or you can reach me through my own website, and that's uh, possibilities.com. Possibilities.simdiff.com. I'm sorry. <laughs> Possibilities.simdiff.com. I got to pay the 50 bucks and drop that simdiff. Um, uh, yeah, and I'm happy to write royalty-free music for you. Um, you just have to give me credit for it, and uh, it's all yours. I will write an original piece just for your specific uh, whatever it is. Uh, so get in touch with me. Uh, feel free at any time. Um, Anchor members, if there is one of you listening out there, uh, get in touch with me to the Anchor Facebook page, uh, the group, the, the Anchor support group there. Um, that's where I met Marco. And it's it's a very cool page uh, for podcasters. Um, if you're just starting out and you need advice, uh, it's uh, 
anchor.fm slash Facebook. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Just go to Facebook and look up Anchor. You'll find us. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, if you're a, if you're a dude who just like you have your own YouTube channel and you want to get money for it, uh, the cheapest thing is fifteen dollars a month. So fifteen dollars a month, eh? Yeah, fifteen bucks a month. That's as cheap as you can possibly go. Um, and then uh, there's no copyright infringement. You can use the music however you want on your one YouTube page. You can't use it anywhere else. Um, and and you don't have to pay a royalty every time you play it. You use it as many times as you want. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's that's what I should be paying. It's fifteen dollars a month. Um, if you're going, if you're using it in a uh, in a TV show, like a single episode of a TV show, uh, ninety nine dollars per song. Uh, if you're using it um, for an advertisement, you got a commercial. You want my music in? It's 149 bucks a song. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's the kind of money you're looking at just to use a chunk of somebody's song in your 30-second commercial. 149 bucks. <laughs> um, so you're getting a good deal with me, I'm saying. I do it for a hell of a lot cheaper than that. Um, and that's a cheap site. That's, a, that's like the cheapest one I could find back when I was starting this podcast and looking for music. And I, I didn't have $15 a month to put into this show. Still don't, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm happy to write music is what I'm saying. You can get in touch with the um, possibilities.simdiff.com and that's courtesy of the Championship Entertainment Company because the only things in life that are impossible are the things you don't try. Love that tagline. This is something I've always wanted to try and I'm very excited I, I did. And uh, the more I do these things and the more successful I am at them, the more I want to tell you guys about them because... Uh, I, I said a long time ago, I, I'm not trying to show you what I can do. I'm trying to show you what you can do. We can all uh, be a little happier and make our lives that much easier. I know it doesn't seem like it because I'm homeless and bitching about everything all the time. Um, and so, yeah, it's not an easy road to take, but you can still do what you want to do. Um, we don't all have to subscribe to this bullshit world that we think we live in. Um, you don't. You just have to actually think freely. Um, and I'm a vegan who actually have the option to think free. That's it. Exactly. Um, something to keep in mind. If it can be done at all, it can be done by anybody. Don't let anybody yeah. tell you you can't be the one to do it. If it can be done, you can do it. And uh, if if you can think it, it can be done somehow. Uh, yeah. The most, the, the highest mountains have been climbed, you know? Everything uh, is there for, for us to play with. Exactly. And there's been a big uh, drive to convince us we can't for some reason. You know, we're, we're taught not to enter the trades anymore. That's not a good career. Um, don't, you know, play it safe. Do this, do that. Uh, can't you read the signs? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, don't. Don't. Think for yourself. Hey, go watch uh, um, Pump Up the Volume. <laughs> if you haven't yeah. done it, you know? Happy Harry Harlan will teach you well. He will. He's always done me good. Um, except for where I did what he did and I'm homeless and lonely. But that's going to change. I'm going to be ridiculously wealthy and famous. Um, 
very, very soon. Yeah. And, and you're all coming with me. Like I said, uh, on, uh, my message to you last night, the, the famous uh, line from Backdraft. <laughs> if you go, we go. That was man, I always appreciate that. That was a good reference point. Yeah. I, you kind of love Kurt Russell, man. Yeah. You do. And he's in our neck of the woods. Kurt, get in touch with us, buddy. Come be on the show. You and Goldie. Yeah, tell us what it's like to fuck Goldie Hawn. That's got to be interesting. Tell us what the fuck. Those guys have been married since before uh, we were born, I think. They've been they've been together since before Christ was born. How do they do it? How do how does a cool motherfucker like Kurt Russell keep a relationship longer than any uh, other one ever in the history of relationships? I gotta talk to that guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, I want him on with Christmas. Has he done a movie with Christmas Slater? He was what? I don't think he's done a movie with Christmas Slater. No, I don't think so. Huh? Not that I can think of, anyways. You know what? Those two could play us. I can see that. Chris is and Kurt Russell is everything good. I get Kurt Russell. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Uh, I'm not fine with that. In the movie we were talking about the other night, the, uh, the, the one about the uh, the politicians. Um, we were talking about the movie about Canadian politics. Um, there's a previous episode, uh, kids, I forget which one. Um, the one with the teachers and the, I don't know, the anti-vaxxer episode, that's what it was. Go back and listen oh. to it. Yeah. See, you have to go back and listen to some of our episodes, Greg. Then you'll know what I'm talking about half the time. <laughs> I usually just end up spouting off half the time. Then at the end of the episode, I'm so fucking exhausted. <laughs> I forget what we've talked about. Yeah, that's why I, I try to listen to the while I'm editing. I'm like, what the fuck did we just talk about? <laughs> um, well, I know. Solid goal, but I hope you go back and hear some of them one of these days. Uh, I was listening to one the other day. Um, hang on. I, I, I pre-set it up on my fucking phone, and then uh, it's not my phone anymore. Um, I, it was from... Uh, I think it was actually from, like, two weeks ago. Oh, yeah? I was listening to it, and um, I could not stop fucking laughing at the, uh, at the intro because I remember... As I'm listening to the beginning, like it, it was, it's us just talking, and then all of a sudden, I, I started really paying attention to what we were saying. I'm like, and it was that episode where I was actually saying, "Do you keep this thing at the beginning?" And like, no, I just went and put the music over it. And that's what you told me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck, this is that episode. That's hilarious. Yeah, there's some, uh, there's some funny ones. I love the Halloween one is my is the first one where I did that idea and it's my all time favorite where it just cuts into you behind the music going, He's got the dashboard full of blow Fall <laughs> 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 over the steering wheel and we just Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna go I'll put that one on full. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun. We're we're getting good at this shit. We really are. Well, I guess we'll find out because I am putting us on. There's a uh, a podcast I'm going to put us on. It's a podcast that uh, reviews podcasts, and you can. Oh. That's the, what they do. It's a great idea for a show, um, especially for podcasters like me who want to hear about themselves all the time. Um, <laughs> you can just submit your podcast, and they'll they'll uh, do they'll do an episode on it, and apparently they won't pull punches. So. Oh, that's awesome. We could be in for some uh, 
some brutal truth. Some good co- constructive criticism, as they call it. Yeah, there's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just always love that term. It's like that's that's when the first bit of watering down of society started. Yeah. No, it's called constructive criticism. No, it's judging you for what you do. Fuck yeah, that. I mean, yeah, it's exactly what it is. Um, there's no no criticism of constructive. It's meant to uh, deconstruct, actually. Um, and that's fine, and that's good, and kids need it. We all need it once in a while. You all need to understand that you suck once in a while. What you're doing is bad, and someone has to tell you it's bad, or else you'll keep doing it, you'll never do anything good. But, uh, you know, you got you to gotta keep score. You have to have a winner and a loser. That, that's the, the way the world balances itself. We have way too much wrong and no fucking room anymore. <laughs> I still remember when I was a kid playing fucking, um, um, I was in a bowling league. My sister and I were both in a bowling league. And because my parents were, we were always going to college every weekend, I couldn't actually bowl with my teammates, which turned out to be an amazing thing because when I bowled with people, I was a horrible bowler. But when I would go on my own, and it was just me by myself in the bowling alley, nobody else there with just the, because the, uh, the, the manager working or the owner, whatever the fuck he was, he would actually have to stand there and watch me bowl to verify that everything was right. Oh, yeah. And I was fucking nailing it. I mean, I was getting like, you know, like 300 is a perfect game. I was getting like 270s, 260s. Wow. And 280s. I was doing amazing. And because of that, our team ended up winning. And uh, so I ended up winning the MVP and the top score in the league. So I won two trophies that year. And my sister, she also won a trophy. She won for the worst player in the league. And she got a little trophy with a skunk, and it's called the Little Stinker Award. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that shit. She was really bothered by it. But I'm like, no! I'd be so proud of that. I would have fucking, I, I actually wanted to steal that trophy from her. Like, That'd be awesome, Bob. Yeah, definitely would now. But, uh, you know, I, I, when I, was, I played baseball when I was, uh, I think, nine, maybe. Uh, eight or nine years old, and our team was awful. We got awful. We didn't have a hit. One kid took a took a pitch right to a fucking helmet, and it flew towards first base. Then the other kid ran a helmet. It was the only hit we had. <laughs> yeah, this guy's hand to God. That's a true story. Um, I can actually beat that because I played t-ball, and our, one of our players, this girl, was so bad she struck out. Oh wow! On t-ball. Do you know how many swings you're allowed in T-ball? No, I don't. Oh, Jesus. I had no idea. And bitch fucking strung out. Now, where did she hit the ball? But you know what happened to me, Gordon? I didn't play baseball anymore. Because I was really, really bad at it. And when you're that age, they let you try out every position, right? To see if you're good at one. No. Equally bad yeah. at every single one of them. Terrible in the outfield. Um, worse in the infield. And uh, just a god-awful baseball player. You know what, I, what happened though was because I sucked and people told me I sucked and told our team we sucked and I went on to try basketball and I was really good at it. I had a lot of fun doing it and it was great. I never looked at a baseball again for the rest of my life. Um, that was a good, that was a positive thing that happened. You know why it happened? Because someone told me I sucked. Right. Um, that's, you, you gotta have winners and losers. Those losers go on to do great things. You learn from your mistakes. If you're told everything's okay and you're never making a mistake, you're not going to learn shit. No. Uh, I thought I was the best baseball player in the world when I played baseball because I had the most intimidating batter stare. 
every time I go there, like every hitter, they all fucking back up to the other fences, and the pitchers always walk me. This happened for two years straight. I never slowed back for two years. <laughs> and then the third year, this hot fucking shot new fucking pitcher comes in, and he wins a fucking fastball right in front of me, and I didn't know what to do. I just sit there. Yeah. All of a sudden, I became the easy out. Bill Strike, Gore's not going to swing. Fuck him. Wow. Yeah, I was a horrible fucking player after that. Then I went to this boy, then I went to soccer, and I just fucked even worse at that. Yeah, I just went this, and I just come down home. Everybody's good at it. <laughs> everybody's good at something. Right. And you know what? I know some people that are some really shitty drinkers. That's something. That's something you can own and be proud of. You're good at that. Some people aren't. That's right. And uh, I can handle my fuck. I can handle my alcohol. I'm not a bad drunk. I'm not a mean drunk. Well, that's debatable. Uh, but I'm not like an angry drunk. I'm very happy. But uh, you, you definitely don't want to get into an argument with me when I'm drunk. <laughs> I, I remember. I, I almost got close to one one time. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it, you need to be told once in a while. It's not a bad. You know, you know why I'm as confident as I am now? Because I've been shot down every fucking way you can imagine. In all walks of life, um, whether it be applying for a job, hitting on a girl, uh, going to an audition, um, you know, uh, trying out for a band, or whatever it may be, I failed miserably uh, at least once at all of them. And you realize. Uh, it doesn't hurt that bad, and it just and it's it's not the end of the world, and you can move on and and do it again and again and build your confidence. And now I I can do fucking anything. I'm Superman. I'm ten feet tall and made of steel. Yeah, uh, because I face rejection. I know how to do that now. And yeah. you have to do that. Kids have to be able to do that. If you take that away from them, they're all going to be retards, scared little peanut allergy, anti-vaccinated freaks. Calling their grandmas because the internet is down and they're panicking. They don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. Exactly. And these are the ones, I've said it before, I'll say it again, they're the ones that soon as someone says no to them, they've never processed that emotion before. And these are the ones that show up with a shotgun in the mood room and fucking go up their office. Yep, the first time they get it turned out for the promotion and the pretty girl laughs at them. They shoot everybody up because they've never heard no. That's what you're teaching your kids to do. I tell you, man, I can't even tell you how many fucking girls I've had that are fucking, like, laughed at me or had the insults fucking hit and things like that. I, I, I can't even put a number on it. It's so fastly fucking high. Yeah. Okay. Never did. But see, give a shit. see there's, there's, a, there's a, you cross over in time. Um, you, you, there's always a crossover in everybody's life. There's that girl... When you were 15, she was super hot and you were fat and uh, she was cool and you played guitar and, and uh, weren't so. Now, see, back then you were her first choice. Now she's what, 55? Got a couple of kids, probably a grandkid. She's a cat. She's a Walmart greeter, probably. Um, <laughs> takes the bus to work, uh, smokes pack and a half a day. If you can now, you're prime Ontario meat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and she is chasing you. So that, that's the same way. I bet you ready to do it today. She's chasing you. You've crossed over now. That happens with everybody in the right. So remember that popular kid in school. Remember that shitty kid yelling at the native dude? You cross over, you change. That's right. You become the desired one. And they become the 
uh, the the that uh, that butterfly, that butterfly, that butterfly you got over your ass on spring break is supposed to look like a fucking pterodactyl and it's creeping down in your ass. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and that that uh, you know your nose ring is is that the the whole diamond fits in the hole now because the, the all the blow you did in college fucked your head up. Um, you're not you are the worst you can possibly be. Whereas we have just gotten better and better and better. Yeah, we can't, we couldn't have gotten worse. So we're we're gonna talk about tremendous room for growth. There's nowhere to go but up. Um, and unfortunately, all you shiny little diamonds in high school, you got nowhere to go but down, and you roll real fast. Um, yeah. uh, just that's just a tip for the kids who who I uh, don't know. If you don't know, you'll figure it out. Uh, we all do, and God bless. I'm loving being 40. I tell you, I really am, because I, I, it's like it's a, it's like a you're given the the book, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the the secret book at 40. You you given it to read, and you go, oh fuck, none of this shit ever fucking mattered. <laughs> Who the fuck it? Who the fuck it? I always had my suspicions, but I didn't know. Um. Nothing matters, really. All this shit, it doesn't matter. No, it really, truly doesn't. And uh, everything, you know, they put up the, the new food guide yesterday. Did you hear about this? Yes. Which, which, for the record, this one thing that makes me laugh about that shit is because the vegans are like, see, we're vindicated. Nowhere in this food guide does it say vegan is the way to go. No, not one bit. Been told since we were kids. It's if it's and uh, eat when you're hungry. That's what it says. None of this portion control. None of but eat when you're hungry and eat until you're full. Just eat the right shit. Uh, It's what we always do. And now you know. Um, It's really funny. Have you seen that commercial? There's a commercial over there. It's a family in 1979, and they're sitting down to breakfast with steak and eggs for breakfast. And this guy comes running out of the closet. He's like, no, I'm from the future, and I'm here to tell you, you can't eat those eggs. Yeah, I actually have seen that. Yeah, and then <laughs> five minutes later, he comes back. Oh, turns out we're wrong about those eggs. We don't even know what cholesterol is. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes, have you seen the new Walmart commercial, by the way? I have not. It is epic. They, um, it's every famous vehicle that we grew up with. Kit from Knight Rider, fucking DeLorean from Back to the Future, the Flintstones car, the Ghostbusters car, Batman, Batmobile, all the fucking major vehicles. And it's all of these cars like showing up to Walmart. They're all going to go to Walmart and buy something. <laughs> can I just real quick before you finish, can I just uh, say something about Batman? Yeah, um, because right. the Dark Knight, there's a lot of talk about the Dark Knight because they've never gotten an Academy Award done, but Black Panther's getting an Academy Award done. Um, do you remember the scene in the Dark Knight where, uh, um, what's his name, the, uh, the counselor, Hardy Dent, is in the hospital bed? Yeah. And the Joker comes in dressed as a nurse, and, and Hardy Dent doesn't know who he is. Right. <laughs> he, just had, he just had the little surgical mask over his face. The hair was the same, white makeup, all the same. How did that have no idea what was that? That just always fucking killed me. 
Who are you, crazy mistreat? Oh my god, Joker, I had no idea. Uh, sorry, that just, just caught me as funny today. Uh, go ahead, one way, all the famous colors. But yeah, that was it, yeah. But it's an awesome commercial. You get the chance to fucking live that on YouTube. It's fucking really well done. Do they have the 18 man? No, I think that's the only one that's missing. Oh, I always like that band. I always wanted that band. My stepdad had that band. Um, whatever it was, the Chevy, I don't know, the Conway, whatever, I don't know what it was. He had it, though, and I thought that was awesome when I was 12. Yeah, one of the guys at school had one, too, with the bubble window and everything. Uh, what are the DeLoreans? The DeLoreans are stupid expensive. Well, yeah, they finally they finally found their value, which is, like, nostalgic. Yeah, they're very expensive. They're very hard to get parts for. Um, and I don't know I don't know what they're driving. I don't, I, they're probably crap. Yeah, probably. Um, if I had a DeLorean, I would only drive it from time to time. From time to time? Come on. Oh, 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 sorry. That was terrible. I know. <laughs> that was right over my fucking head. <laughs> they fly. And from time to time, from one time to another, it's a time machine. <laughs> from time to, to another time. God, really? Oh. <sighs> I'm really disappointed in myself. I'm sorry. No, don't be. That was terrible. That was a that was a strategy for me. <laughs> um, Jerry Seinfeld has a show called uh, was it Cars and Coffee or Comedians in Cars yeah. and Coffee? Yeah, yeah, he does. I've never seen it. It sounds fantastic. Oh, it's a great show. I've actually watched the entire first season. It's really good. I'm a big fan of Jerry Seinfeld when he's not doing stand up. Everything else he does is great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his stand-up, but I love, yeah, everything else is fantastic. Um, one of the things was he gets picked up in a DeLorean, and they literally made it four blocks till the fucking thing broke down. Because <laughs> 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 these people will donate these cars to them for the show. Oh, oh okay, I see. And then they, they talk about the owner a little bit, and then the guy to whatever it is, or where they got it from. But, Uh, Degrassi. And all the kids yeah. are Degrassi. 
Um, the I wanted to get it right. I have yet to publish that episode. That's why I bring it up again. I'm having issues with it. Um, oh, there's, no. There's, there's a chance part of it may not work, uh, but we'll see. Uh, we can just put this one up twice. It's that good. There you go. <laughs> we get a steady stream of listeners. At last count, uh, just before we went on the air tonight, uh, 2,700 listeners. So that's up, that's up 100 from yesterday, just in case you don't know. That's up 100. Oh, that's up 100 since yesterday? That's up 100 since yesterday. And we didn't even do an episode yesterday. So I don't know what the hell is going on, but let's keep it up, guys. Uh, 2,700, that's monumental. And as I said, as soon as we hit 5,000, I'll, I'll throw us up on YouTube. We'll do, we'll do a YouTube show. Yeah, you goddamn right we will. Um, and there's contests to be won. There's uh, um, prizes to give away. There's get in touch with us. Be a part of the show. Talk about whatever you want. Uh, bring us topics. Bring your own topics to the show. Um, and you're, you're more than welcome. It doesn't have to be something we're talking about. Let me know about something I'm not talking about. We'd be more interested in If there's something I don't know, something I'm missing that I should be talking about, bring it on, man. Um, you can go to Anchor.fm if you want, and uh, you can get in touch with us there. You just put, hit record, and you, you jump in right in the middle of the show. Um, or you can leave us voice messages. You can uh, you, you can always send me a uh, an email and tell me you want to be on the show. Oh, or an email, drop us a, a topic if you don't want to be on the show. Yes, absolutely. Um, be a bit of a cop out, you little bitch, but nonetheless, we'll still do it. Sure, yeah, happy to. Uh, you can always send me a little editorial. You want me to read something on the air? Boom, done. And you will get a mention or a not mention if that's what you want, and you'll get something from us, a, a gift, a thank you gift um, from us. Uh, Gord's got lots of pens. I've got, I do have t-shirts for you somewhere. <laughs> I got nail, nail clippers and some little knives. Right, <laughs> nail clippers. I forgot about the nail clippers. Speaking of, a good segue, my friend. Nail clippers and little knives to anyone who writes into tonight's episode uh, because you're going to want to stock up on your little knives, apparently, the ones you can get your hands on. Because uh, right. if you're trying to get them from another country, they're not, they're not coming. That's right. It's, uh, so basically what it is, is the, in Canada, I'll, I'll use flipper knives as an example. Now, hang on, because I don't walk out of my house without one. So if you can hear the snap here, hang on. Yeah, loud and clear. That's me, that's me snapping my knife. I play with this thing on a regular basis. Um, any knife that has, like, assisted knives, now there's a difference between an assisted knife and an automatic an automatic is a push button where it pops out the end. An assisted knife means it is spring loaded or tension or torsion bar loaded. Right. So it has like a flipper mechanism. It just sort of snaps open. Right. Uh, we would commonly call it a switch blade. No. Switch blade says switch blade will pop out the end. That's a switch blade. Oh, okay. Typically, a switch blade comes out the end. That's an automatic. Not out the side. Not out the side. I've always had that backwards. Yes, that's right. And, um, and they're always combs, right? They're never yeah, really knives. That's because they're, they're <laughs> illegal. Those are illegal in Canada. I know. I'm sorry. Can't. Um, I've never so, seen a real switchblade except in bad movies with, with punks. Um, anyway, I used to own one. I've never actually seen one. I've never seen a real butterfly knife either. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Clint of those. So, yeah. So, in Canada, it is legal to own, carry, buy, sell, and... Uh, 
any assisted opening knife that's not an automatic. Um, it is legal to own any flipper knife, which is one of my personal favorites. A flipper knife means it basically has a little piece that sticks out the back of the knife. You put your finger on that, you push down, and the knife sort of flips open. Right, yeah. That flipper piece is actually a safety mechanism for when you're closing the knife because it sticks out the front, and when you go to close it, you push this little bar to the side, the knife crops down, your, it hits your thumb so you don't have a blade to hit you, and then you close it with one hand. That's great. Now, is there a limit on the length of the blade that you're allowed to carry? Nope. Really? Now, it's up to the police discretion on whether they think you should have that or whether it's appropriate for you to have it at that time. So if you were to walk through a mall with an 18-inch machete on your hip, not illegal, but they could confiscate it and hold it for 24 hours. Right. Now, uh, um, these can, can't be concealed, I'm assuming. That's right. They have to be seen. Right. Which means, if you have a knife with a, if you have it on a sheet, it's got to be on your hip. That's a case. And for the for, most... For super people, people, that's a case. That's a that thing that covers a blade. That's a sheet. Just for, for, if you don't know. That's right. Um, if you have a pocket knife, which has a little pocket clip on it, the clip has to be showing. If you have it on the in the inside pocket of your jacket, the clip has to be showing. Or if you undo your jacket, the clip has to be showing on the inside pocket. I see. So if it, Interesting. If it's all the way in your pocket, that's illegal. Right. All right. But other than that, any for the most part, almost any knife is good to go. Legal to own, legal to buy, legal to sell, legal to carry in Canada. This is absolutely news to me. I, I, I didn't. I assumed. I thought it had to be under a certain length, and there was rules to it. I thought like you could have a Swiss Army knife, or you had to be nope. a Sikh. Nope, not at all. Wow. Now, here's what's fucked. It is illegal to bring a flipper knife or an assisted knife into the country. Okay, and that's for Canadians or for everyone coming into the country? That's that's for anybody coming into the country. So, I actually know the answer. I just wanted you to explain it. Okay, so my knife, which I, it's an American company called Steel Will. I love my knife. It's called a cut jack. I love this thing. I bought this in British Columbia, in Canada, from a knife store, from a knife dealer. I technically bought it for myself because I was the manager at the store. Now, if I were to go over the border into the state, I can bring the knife with me into the state. That is perfectly fine and legal. I come back over the border, they will confiscate my knife and possibly charge me. Now, so what, what is the, uh, the, just the guy who's ignorant to this, as I am, uh, if I go down to the States and I don't know this, what's the protocol? When I get to the border and they go, oh, you can't bring that knife back into Canada. And I go, what the fuck? Why did you let me take it to the States then? And then they go, well, well you can do that. And I go, well, that's fucking retarded. Yeah. They go, now we're, we're going to search your asshole for being a bit, bit dick. And I'd be like, I expect that. So I hid funny things up there. And then after that conversation, uh, what's the protocol for getting your property back? It isn't. You won't get it back. It's confiscated. It's gone for life. That's it. It's gone. You'll never get it back. Isn't that absurd? So I assume they're just destroyed, um, you know, along with lighters and, and hairspray and all that shit you're not allowed to take on a plane anymore? Actually, it's not destroyed. 
here's the funny thing. When I worked at the nice store, I had a guy from the uh, from the uh, Vancouver airport uh, came in one day, and we were talking, and he says, "Look, he says, you know, do you guys like?" do anything for knives if we were to donate knives I'm like well yeah it depends if you have it's like kitchen knives we distribute them throughout all the stores for practice knives for sharpening and things like that and they were some pocket knives I'm like well what do you have and he shows me pictures he goes about every week they've got about eight bins filled with knives that many people try to get fucking knives onto an airplane oh, yeah, and they the them no, it's everything but the, you, you, you make it sound like they're trying to get a knife on a plane in a nefarious way. You might just not know it. You're a guy who likes to carry a knife. That's pretty much exactly what it is. So, so he asked me, he's like, so can you do it with him? I'm like, well, I'll, I'll fuck it. I'll take two bins of knives. Why not? That's, if you guys got them all separated from pocket knives to fixed blades and everything else, I said, drop me off two bins of pocket knives and one bin of fixed, fixed blades. I said, oh, fuck it, I'll take three bins. He goes, well, you take, like, three bins every week? I'm like, no, that's way too many. I'll take three bins a month. Because we're not going to just turn around and sell them. Fix them up, sell them, give them away as gifts, fuck whatever we wanted to do with it. But they couldn't, they have to find a way, because they were donating them to, like, the Boy Scouts of America. Um, they were donating them for women at women's shelters. Um, anything they could do to get rid of them, but there's so many knives that they end up just taking them to the garbage dump and just dumping them. Wow. Now, why uh, is the CDSA confiscating knives? Why are they not, uh, why is it illegal to bring them into Canada? What's the justification for that? Okay, so it was a bylaw that was put into place like 15 years ago that's just been utterly and completely ignored because it's a stupid law that contradicts the laws of the country. Right. Like, it makes no sense. And then all of a sudden, um, last year, beginning of last year, the end of the year before, they, the CBSA decided to actually enforce this law. And they enforce it to such a point now that may, all the major knife distributors from the U.S., so you got like um, Buck, Zero Tall, and CRKT, Kershaw, uh, Benchmade, like uh, Arnold Bernard, all the big players, they will not sell to Canada anymore because they just can't make it over the border. They're all getting confiscated at the border. That's ridiculous. So, I'm fucking ever. Well, what about our amazing, amazing, and constantly? Oh, and there's a question uh, uh, subsequent to this, but our, our great culinary team that we. We revel in our culinary scene these days here in Canada. What about our like, good chef knives and stuff? Where are, they, where are we supposed to get our knives? Chef knives are different. That's a fixed blade. Fixed blades are fine. Oh, I see. Okay. So you can bring in a fucking 26-inch fucking machete. Kitchen knives. That's all perfectly fine. That's perfectly legal. It's flipper knives. It's flipper knives that are the problem. Flipper knives. I because seeing them... And this is the most fucking retarded thing in the world. They deem them as unsafe, which makes no sense because, like, especially flippers specifically, because they, they, they have a thing where they call it um, uh, centrifugal. Which, that's a weird fucking noise in my cemetery. Hang on a second. What the fuck was that? 
and there's some weird noise coming from beside me somewhere. Um, but um, basically, uh, what it means is if the knife, in any way, shape, or form, can be opened single-handedly, then it's illegal. Wow. So, what the fuck is that noise? Um, I will uh, say, uh, or year after year, um, knife-related crime goes up in Canada. Um, it is the second, uh, as of 2017, um, 201 fatal stabbings in the country. That's the second most uh, used to commit murder. The second method, the second most used to commit murder in Canada is, is nice. Um, guns, obviously, still the first. And tobacco, they keep looking that one to be seen number one. Oh, I'm saying homicide. Um, strictly homicide. Like, that's, you can't use tobacco. Yeah, but of those knives, we can find anything. If you were to actually go through the numbers, which they technically don't have, but if you went through case by case, which I spent the better part of a week trying in one year going through as many cases I could find, it, I think the number I came up with was somewhere around 70 some percent were kitchen knives. Oh, that's interesting. I'm just, I'm just pulling stats out of the air here. It has been since 1999 the most consistent weapon used to commit crime. Yeah, but they're kitchen knives. That that I see that's that's the thing where I holy is, fuck that scared the crap out of me. Hello, kitty. I catch and jump on the hood of my car. Hello, well, kitty. It's, it's obviously some sort of being that's taken the form of a cat. You're in a cemetery, Gordon. You have to think about these I, things. It's yeah, not just no, a cat. He's coming in my car. He's coming in my car. Hey, buddy. Of course he is. He's gonna drive away any minute. Yeah. Hey, buddy. You're all right. That's okay. Come on in. So, see, see, this is where um, we, we are in the world, right? Because I say knives are the number one weapon used in crime in Canada, so we got to stop. They're right. They should be doing this. That's what I say, and people agree with me because it sounds smart. No. But I don't say kitchen knives. I don't. That, that's not the point. Knives are the most. The, the, the most, most crimes committed with physical force, uh, uh, 76% use a knife. Yeah, kitchen knives. So what are you going to do, ban a kitchen knife? Um, more than half of those accused of violent crimes with a knife are 12 years old or younger. <laughs> All I say is, good fucking luck trying to... Um, um, oh, fuck this cat, though. Oh, well, it's in my back seat somewhere. Um, uh, good luck trying to... Hey, vegans, good luck trying to cut your vegetables without a knife. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's all. I mean, I can spare me part, but good fucking luck doing this shit with a, with a, without a knife. I mean, fuck you. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a weird, weird, weird. Um, violent crime committed with knives. Well, these are from 2008. Who cares? Um, they're totally different world in 2008. Uh, so these stats suck. And these are, these are, uh, Canada, staff can. Right, right, right from StatCam. This is our. This is the one he trusts. These are the the census numbers. Like, um, Stats Canada is supposed to be the ones we can trust, and that's where I'm getting my statistics from. Just in case anyone was wondering tonight, is StatsCan.gc.ca, and uh, that's where you get stats from Canada. 
a perfectly not skewed stats of how dangerous knives are. Yeah, well, they're, they're not skewed, and that's what I guess they need to be. Um, they need to be put, they need to differentiate between which knives are actually causing the problem. See, because I say 78% of people accused of crime in Canada do so carrying a knife. Now, if you read the fine print, like you said, it's 12 year olds with kitchen knives. This is. <laughs> That's that's the majority. So yeah, I can throw out a stat. Sure. Um, here's the thing. I can make a stat. Yeah, you can, right? Here's the thing about stats. Okay, if if uh, if you don't already know, like if you can't feel that it sounds wrong, uh, there's the ones that feel wrong and there's the ones that are wrong. That's the two types of stats there are. That's it. Yeah, there's the ones that feel kind of like that that, so that should be questioned. And the ones that are absolute bullshit. That's all there is out there. Just, just remember that when you're looking up statistics. Yeah. That's uh, that's my. I'm full of advice today for you guys. Yeah, these little pearls of wisdom. I I don't give them away often. Um, they always give me the upper hand. So uh, you should feel special tonight. Yeah, but I mean, this all goes over to the same bullshit that's going on in the UK, where you know you don't have any guns. So all of a sudden, knives become the weapon of choice in order to fucking commit a crime or do something. And then they throw the ban knives, and they're actually looking at actually trying to ban fucking um, uh, kitchen knives. Like, they're actually looking to ban them. I did hear about that, and that's hilarious. It's the most asinine thing in the world. See, but uh, the thing that scares me, if we really go this way, this is with anything that you ban... Say tomorrow we woke up and there was not a single gun in Canada. They're all gone. Yeah. Well, the first smart motherfucker who comes in with a gun rules the goddamn country. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's uh, it. So, uh, the Simpsons did a fight where they completely disarmed the entire town. They got rid of all the guns, they got rid of all the knives, they got rid of everything. And then the fucking aliens show up with a two by by two by four plank with a spike in the end of it. They took over the town. Exactly. That's all that's all it takes. Um you can't completely ban everything like that. You can't live in the world that way. It doesn't work. Um read a book. God, read one science fiction book from the fifties and sixties and figure it out. Uh things just blanket banning things is a stupid idea. Completely fucking stupid. There, there's no brains behind it. It's a no-brainer thought in the sense that they're just saying, okay, well, here we're just going to do this, and that's going to solve all the problems. It's like, we're going to get, we're going to disarm the citizens who have legal guns, and we're going to make it illegal for them to have guns because, you know, criminal, you know, that's why they have the guns, because criminals do things legally. Yeah, uh, yeah guess what? The guys that are... Uh jacking store owners down here in, in my neighborhood aren't doing it with the 22 rifle that my brother uses to get foxes away from his hens. No, no, exactly. Nobody, nobody in the history of time has robbed the 7-Eleven with a fucking 22 rifle. <laughs> it doesn't happen. I'm sorry. You can't, it's one of those things. You're putting, the, it's the guy who says hi to a girl in the same category as, as uh, Bill Cosby. Uh, you know, the, the farmer who has a gun for protection and maybe 
maybe some hunting, maybe to, to, to uh, put a, an animal out of its misery when it breaks its leg. I mean, that, that guy is not the guy with a gat in his pants uh, looking to jack your fucking escalator. No, not at all. You can't just say this is it and that's absolute and that's there's nothing absolute like that. Why why are people so stupid that they think that it's never once worked in thirty thousand years of human existence? That's I, that's a real number. Don't look it up. Um, <laughs> thirty thousand years of human existence. This has never once worked ever. Why yeah. we, why do we keep doing it? I, I I don't even I don't even have a dumbass answer for it because it's just fucking retarded. We we do it to uh, our kids constantly. If things don't work, they're banned. Thank you very much. Oh, anytime, my friend. It's a goof move. It is. It's a goof move. That's right. What it is? I'm banning that word. <laughs> Blanket and then goof goof you will win. Uh, it's it's got to change, folks. I'm not just and uh, this is the year. This uh, we're in a, a big big election year. This is a monumental election year. It's going to be way more fun than 2015 because the stakes are real high here. Um, the NDP could be fucked. The block of the clock could come back to party status, which they haven't had in years because um, you need a dozen seats in the House to be an official party, and they haven't had that many uh, forever. But there's a chance this year because uh, uh, the NDP holds all those seats right now, and uh, they're not winning anything ever again. Yeah, no, no. Uh, it, it's going to be a tight race between Trudeau and the Bloc Québécois. The conservatives are just fucking falling apart. They look like uh, the minions from Despicable Me right now. <laughs> uh, and and Jag, I don't know what the hell is going on with Jag Meat. Ah, uh, just being a meathead, everything that comes out of his mouth is just, it's just handing the liberals the win, just like the fucking ref did in the first game on the weekend. It's just they're being robbed. Yeah, but, completely and totally. But it's going to be an exciting uh, election cycle, and it's already starting to kick up. Uh, but by, um, like, right around St. Patrick's Day, you're going to see it get real exciting. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be fun. I, I get, I, uh, especially, we got the BC legislature, a bunch of people probably going to jail for uh, spending all our money on shit. Uh, I don't know if, yeah. you, if you heard that out there. The editor general did a report. It's just uh, egregious amounts of money being spent on vacations, um, and then money being reimbursed for vacations not taken. It just all kinds of stupid shit. They just thought we weren't going to check. Um, yeah, they're not. They're yeah. But the thing is, is nobody in Canada seems to care anyway, so it doesn't matter. No, we don't. We don't, and uh, we won't do anything about this either, really. Um, yeah. We can't hey, just so you know, I just sent you two pictures of a cat in my car. Oh, that's very cool. Um, I don't. I guarantee it's either a vampire or it's it's a bad news. Cats in sanitaries in the middle of the night uh, in winter never good. That never it was once ever worked out well for someone. Well, just for the record, though, it's it's six. It's plus six, and it's raining right now. So we're out of the winter snap until a couple of days from now. That's gonna get fucking cold again. Well, it's a good thing climate change isn't real. Because it might be 49 in Winnipeg. Yeah, I know. You've got Vancouver weather and, and, and climate change isn't real. Um, 
me fifteen hundred goddamn private planes. Going to talk about when I have to let this kick this cat in my car to go home. So, <laughs> well, uh, you can always keep it. I will. It's between me and you. I won't tell the vegans what you do. <laughs> there is a couple of Chinese food restaurants in town. <laughs> That's uh, it's, it's a big fight in Korea right now. Because <laughs> they're just, uh, they're just, uh, they're just not bending on that. They're, they are going to eat the damn dogs, and there's nothing you're going to say about it. No. It also, uh, what was it? J- Japan just lifted the ban on fucking whaling. Yes. I, I did hear that. I haven't followed up on it. Um, I would like to. I, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with that. No, they just don't care. Well, no, they they said they were going to defy it uh, when it was first brought in. They said they couldn't stick to it. Um, I don't know if they've been defiant or if they've they've just uh, held their ground till now. I don't. I here's where I am with this, Gordon. I don't know if you this. The Japanese are really flexing a muscle that we've not seen, certainly not in our lifetime, but I don't think since the end of World War II have we seen this kind of uh, bold moves from Japan. You know that they are uh, making peace with Russia. Um, uh, now they're, they're defying the, the Whaling Act. They're, they're, they're not known for these kind of bold gestures. Um, uh, in China, because I think that they've just realized that, well, Asians are going to be kicking the crap out of all of us soon, so fuck it, they're just going to start. They're just what, they're trying to get on the bandwagon. And uh, people forget these are the, the motherfuckers that attack Pearl Harbor. Like I know they're peaceful now. They're peaceful because we bombed them into fucking submission, and they stayed that way until now. But they're not. They're, they're not a peaceful people. They're not known to be. These are samurais, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They, they have. They have. They have a very, very violent past. And they got a big old bone to pick when they're ready. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. They're the only country in the world that has that bone to pick. That's why you gotta think that grinds on them a little bit. That's the <laughs> only people in the universe, in the history of ever. That that's been done to. They're the only ones. That tiny little, it's the size of Vancouver Island, the entire fucking country. And they're the only ones that the world said, yeah, that's okay when it happened to you. And for 70 years, they've just been sitting there thinking about that. <laughs> True. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> that's gotta get on their nerves, right? They just sit there fucking working on our TVs. And uh, our, our Hondas, our Accords, making, making our Accords for us on these fuckers. <laughs> and it, only, it, it only takes one charismatic dude to, to rile them up. That's it. And who knows? <laughs> we, we've never suspected them of anything. Who knows what they've got built underground in Japan? They could have, they could have a nuclear arsenal that puts us to shit. We don't know. And we've been funding them with dying all the stuff that says made in, made in fucking Japan. Right? You fucking throw some wasabi on it, we eat it up like fucking... <laughs> we just, yeah, throw some wasabi on it. Bring over those fucking dried peas with wasabi. Oh, you know, oh, this is so good with wasabi. No, it's a fucking... Where else would you ever eat a dried fucking pea? Uh, never. Uh, <laughs> but we do, we do. We just, oh, sushi, this is amazing. These people are wonderful. Look at how they're cute. They're so cute. No, they think we fucking... Takenaki is also Japanese. We we uh, we have no idea what's in that country. No. They could fuck... They could, uh, uh, the day they strike, we're all, we're all fucked. You think Al-Qaeda was bad? 
Like, oh, she worked at Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, yeah, I did that for a while. Yeah, then I went into construction for a bit. And, oh, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm a ninja. That's, yeah, that's pretty fucking dope. That's pretty, like, do you have a driver's license? No, but I, I am a ninja. Like, that, even at parties? Like, that's just awesome. What do you do? Ninja. Professional ninja. Really? Yeah, that's a fucking thing, I bet. Professional ninja. That's amazing. How cool would that be? Like, oh, I, I work at Microsoft, yeah? I'm a fucking ninja. I can, win. I can fucking ninja your ass right now, but I don't. I could murder your family, and you wouldn't even know it till the morning. That's the cool. That's a cool motherfucker right there. That's the best thing. Or that thing where they slice you in half, and you don't realize it? Yeah. That's my favorite thing in a movie, when they cut a guy from his shoulder to his waist. And he doesn't know any shit, they're like, oh, I am weird, and then he falls in half. That's always my favorite thing. <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> I want to learn that. Can they teach us that? I would learn that skill. Figure out. And I would on a daily basis if I could. <laughs> you, you, throwing stars are stupid. Um, I, I always thought those were stupid. They don't work ever. And nunchucks are kind of dumb. I never saw the point of those. Yeah, they do more damage to the user than they do to anybody else. Yeah, well, you have to get really close to dump somebody with those. Yeah, exactly. But they make a good defensive weapon. Like, I want to be able, I want to be the guy who stops the bullets with the nunchucks. You got a machine gun, but I can stop all your bullets with my fucking nunchucks because I'm a ninja. Or be like Bruce Lee and win a ping pong tournament using nunchucks. Oh, did he really do that? You ever seen that? No, I've never seen that. That's so sick. YouTube it. I will. It's the coolest fucking video in the world. He actually beat a professional ping pong fucking player. Bruce Lee was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Lee was not Japanese, though, as far as I know. No. Um, no, he wasn't. But that's okay, because close enough. Um, <laughs> I want you to look at this. Find out the answer to that for me. Can anyone become a ninja and you have to be trained? Or, like, I know in the day, you know, a certain type of samurai who got to be a ninja. Um... If I can be a ninja, I will put all my eggs in that basket. Hands down, I will be the podcasting ninja. Uh, hang on. Town needs giant ninjas. Why don't you put that in your event calendar, Melton? Yeah, right. Get okay. some response if you're known as Melton, the town that needs ninjas. Okay, wait, here, here's, the, here's the article. I just brought it up. Hang on. Small Japanese city is facing a ninja shortage. Even with salaries as high as $85,000. What? Yeah. I thought they just did it for like honoring shit. No. Even for large. Now, is that a good salary in Japan? I don't know. I haven't kept up that. That's probably a fairly good living in Japan. Middle class, anyway. Let me see here. Each year, the city of about 100,000 swells by about 30,000 as tourists come to experience the annual ninja festival. Dude, I feel like even if, even if 85,000 wasn't a good wage, if you're a fucking ninja, you probably don't go without things very often, you know? You, you're a fucking ninja, you're in there, whatever you want. Because you're a ninja. Um, trying to see what it says here. It's just, every year it's Tom Cruise and a bunch of new heads from that TV show. Hey, there's already a ninja museum there, and they want to turn 
old city hall into a second ninja museum. Well, you can never, like, one ninja museum is never going to be enough. You know what I mean? Like, if I went to a town and only had one ninja museum, I would be like, this, this needs a second ninja museum. Hello, Kitty. Um, so you'd have to be a ninja performer. Uh, you have to have some previous skills. Well, it says here, ninja is not an inheritable class. Without severe training, nobody could become a ninja. That's why they have silently disappeared in history. Right, right. Just like carnies. Good carnies. Same thing. Mm. <laughs> Circus. Uh, uh, fair people, you know, travel around. Get out teddy bears for rig games. Same thing. They're like the ninjas of the carnival. Ah. Right? Uh. Yeah, so it doesn't really, it doesn't say anything specific about having. But you gotta have some skills, a race or something. Because you're probably gonna need to fight. Like you said, if thirty thousand people show up every year thinking they're fucking ninjas, there's probably some cool ass fights that go on in this town. Oh, I have to assume so. Yeah, it's gonna be a performer, be an engine, chop shit down. Because they're gonna try to, they're gonna want to one up each other. Oh, I gotta see this. Where did it say where in the country it is? Um, hang on. Four islands. Yeah. Four distinct islands, uh, very different from each other. Just give me like a north or south, if you can. It is. Um. The city. The city of. Iga, I-G-A. I-G-A would be Iga, Iga. I guess. Iga. They're 280 miles from Tokyo, in the center, in, the, in central Japan. Oh, wow. Okay, 280 miles. That's quite a, that's quite a trick. That, that's um, a bit of a yeah. not, not in Japan, because they got that bullet train. Like, 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 like 280 miles in a uh, split second. Four, four seconds will do that. Yeah. Don't look up that number. It's, you don't have to. It's right. 280 miles in four seconds. That's that train. And it's a very, you see the people that, I want to be one of those guys that turns the people on the train. That's a fun job. Those guys enjoy. Have you seen those guys with the white gloves? With as many people in the train as they can? God, those guys like their life. I guarantee it. That's fun. <laughs> That's a good time all day long. Just cram and just fucking get in there. Get in there. In the middle of the Japanese, the tiny people, right? Cram them in every little corner. Yeah, and they actually have the conductors that stand outside and push them in. Yeah, that's the, that's what I mean. Those guys that are pushing you in with the right gloves, they're, they're, yeah. they're some happy guys. They go home satisfied every day. I guarantee yeah. that's a fun job. <laughs> Talk about getting your aggressions out all day. It'd be great. Exactly, right? And they just you can't argue with them. They just, they don't even look at you. They just push you. Oh, that's, oh, I would love to do that all day long. Just cram little Japanese people into a fucking doorway. All day long. <laughs> that probably pay, I bet you that's about 80 grand too. I, I, if you look that up, I guarantee you it is. You know what's fucked up about Japan? And this is actually true. There's, uh, I lost it. There's, a, there's a, a, a certain statistic, I don't know what it is anymore, of, of people who get killed uh, by trains um, from bowing. Because they bow and they hit their heads and, they, like, and then they fall and get hit by trains. 
That's a thing that that still fucking happens. <laughs> it's, like, it's like three a year or something. Like they said, they were thinking about like trying to change the bowing, like the, the, not bow anymore. But like, they still do that. That's still the thing that they have to do. And they they're trying to like put out public service announcements to like, hey, don't bow at a train station. That's a that's a real thing. <laughs> That, that's a really real thing. That's not like all the other real things tonight. That, that one's real. That one's actually real. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah, I want to be that guy. I want to go. I want to be the train crammer conductor guy. That's what I'm gonna do as my day job while I'm ninja training. You're gonna stop people into trains and then oh, what a satisfying job! Just shoving little people in a train all day, seeing how many you can fit. You know they overdo it every time. Why would, you, why would you not? <laughs> That'd be my goal. Yeah, well, of course. You, you want to do better by one every train that pulled up. <laughs> and there's always a guy you're competing with. His name's HQ. Yeah. And every day you and HQ show up and you just fucking glare at each other from your lockers. Slowly pull on your right gloves. And just fucking get out there. I'm going to show HQ today. Oh, I'm sorry. And you're just shoving him and get in there. Oh, so I can get in the fucking. Oh. <laughs> that's fun. That's good times. <laughs> good times written all over. Uh, fucking take that, Akira. I got 300 in this one doorway. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I, I just get going. I'm fucking tired. I got to work tomorrow. That one's just stuffed under the windshield breaker. It doesn't count. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I love everyone in Japan. Uh, I please uh, don't, don't take offense to uh, the silly guy Jim being silly. Um, this was a real fun podcast. Uh, thanks, Lord, for this. Um, and uh, uh, everybody, all you nice folks, poor bastards out there, take care of each other. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. That's not like you. Yeah, well, this cat has inspired me to be nice, so I guess that's, well, that's, that's cool. I actually took, um, I'm going to stop this from recording. You didn't have to be this way, you wanted different. And now you know better Be careful what you wish for You wish that you could It was easy to blame us Until you became us Tell me, baby, did it hurt? When you fell to earth Now you've had to Don't lose your finger, but you might lose your mind. I wish you'd have just listened. I could have been there.